Hey there, I'm Jay Renee. I'm part of a group of underground beauty professionals and entrepreneurs that you've probably never heard of. We're beauty rebels. We may not have taken the traditional path in life, but we understand that beauty professionals have some of the most powerful hands in the world, and we have the power to help people live their best lives every day. Yes, there are those who try to convince us that our industry is vain and that it's superficial, but we prove them wrong every day because we have products and services that we know can change people's lives. We're pretty smart, so don't let our good looks fool you. Because we may not have taken the traditional path in life, we have to do things differently. Because we're not weighed down by quote-unquote conventional thinking, we see things from a different perspective, and because of that, we can move differently. We recognize that the marketplace has changed and that we must do things smarter. How do we do this? Well, it's not by asking for permission to do so, that's for sure. Sure, there are some that would like you to think that we aren't serious about business because we're beauty professionals. But make no mistake, we're not here just to play dress up. We're the creatives. We're the loud ones. We're the weirdos. We're the ones that just won't listen. We're the ones that are proud to blaze our own path and leave the door open as a way for our colleagues to follow. We're misfits, troublemakers, and showstoppers. We're beauty rebels, and don't forget, we're pretty smart. On this podcast, you'll find a mix of my trainings, marketing tips, and beauty industry insider information, as well as interviews, chats, and also my current thoughts. The beauty industry is changing. It's more exciting than ever, and I'm so happy to be a part of it. The people in it are some of the most creative and talented people in the world. So here, you'll find great information on how to increase your profits and to grow your business as a beauty industry professional. Have any questions, would like to be featured, or looking for a speaker for your next event, simply contact me. You can contact me through my website, jrenee.com. That's J-A-Y-E. R-E-N-E-E dot com. And you can find me there. You can also find me on Instagram at Beauty Industry J. And with that, I hope you enjoy this episode of New Beauty with J. Renee. Hey guys, so welcome to another episode of New Beauty with J. Renee. I hope that this episode finds you well and that you enjoy the information that I have for you today. I'm really excited about this episode because it is... It answers a question that I get a lot, and I'm surprised that I haven't covered it before. Um, I've actually covered it briefly before, but I'm going to go a little bit into depth. So the question is, how some beauty professionals stay booked and people don't mind waiting for them? So again, as I said, this is a question that I get a lot, and I wanted to kind of give you an in-depth answer because you would think that if someone has to wait Um, a month or two or six weeks or eight weeks or 12 weeks or three months or six months to get in to see a certain beauty professional, you would think that maybe um, their time would be better spent and then they could just call up someone else, you know, so that they can get in sooner. But most often and very often, that's not the case. There are professionals who are um, booked and busy and people don't mind waiting for them. So, Why is it that some beauty professionals stay booked with people waiting for weeks and even months out to get an appointment? And why don't these people mind the wait? 
I'm going to answer this question for you. And not only that, I'm going to tell you why it works and I'm going to tell you how you can get this to work for you. So the primary reason that these professionals are staying booked is due to something called social proof. Social proof is also known as informational social influence. Now, (laughs) don't leave just yet. I promise I'm going to break this down for you, okay? It's essentially a social phenomenon where people basically do what other people are doing and attempt to do what is right in a given situation. This is also called herd mentality or herd behavior. And it happens usually anytime groups of people are involved and people are trying to make the right choice choice without potentially knowing all the facts. For example, let's say that you are out of town and you're hungry and you want something good to eat that's not like a typical chain restaurant, but you don't know exactly where you want to go. So, If confronted with a few options, these are some of the things that you may do. Let's check out this scenario. One place in the area where you are, it has lots of cars, plenty of activity, um, and other things going on. Um, People are coming in and out of the doors. Uh, Maybe you have to drive around for a parking spot. People standing and all those things, right? Now... You have another one or two places where the parking lots are pretty empty. Um, You haven't seen anyone really go in or come out. And when you can peek in maybe to the bar area or to where people are seating, you really don't see a lot of people there. Chances are you, like me and most people, would go to the place that has plenty of cars. It's a place that's jumping with people in activity because... We would assume that it's a good place with good food because so many other people apparently think it's good. Now, if you don't do that, you'll probably whip out your phone and look for good places in the area where you are um, and come across a few review sites. Or you'll probably use an app um, to read what people have to say about places in the area where you are. You'll probably see how many stars the places have or see how many people visit there, et cetera, et cetera. And based on that information, chances are, again, that you'll choose one of those places or the place with lots of likes, lots of great reviews, lots of reviews, period, um, and lots of apparent activity. In both of these situations, the choice that you make is based on social proof and action. It works because... Our brains are like hardwired to assume that an action is correct if other people are doing it. And the more people are doing that action, the more people that we see doing that action, behavior, or making that choice, the more we see that behavior as being correct. This is why social media works the way that it does. um, And this is why a lot of things in advertising works the way that it does as well. So now, if you think about people or beauty industry professionals that are booked and busy and they have people ready and willing to wait to do business with them, they have social proof on their side when it comes to new clients. After all, if all of these people are waiting weeks and months for appointments with them, they must be good, right? 
I mean, on the other hand, it's like momentum. You have to build it before it can start to really work for you. And then you just have to maintain maintain it by letting others see that you are, in fact, booked and busy. So how do you build yourself up with social proof so that you can get and stay booked and busy if you are not necessarily so right now? Here are some things that you can do to get your social proof game up, all right? The first one is to share what you're doing in your business. It could be pictures or photos or videos of your work. It could be specific products or processes that you use, especially if they're different. If you have a different technique, if you have a a quicker, more efficient way, if it's something that you've created and patented on your own, you can share this information. You can share information, photos, and videos, if allowed, of you taking classes, um, taking classes at events with you out with other um, industry professionals and things like that. When you're sharing what you're doing with your business, it gives you activity. It gives you a stream of activity that people can see. Okay, and you're doing something. You're not. You're not stagnant, so you're creating motion, you're creating momentum, you're creating activity. So let people see what you're doing in your business and let them know what you're doing. Let them know that you're, excuse me, let me know that you're going to be doing it ahead of time um, if you're able to. Number two, share helpful information to your current and potential clients and encourage them to share that with others. For instance, would they like to have more information on certain services before they try it? If you have certain um, a new nail technique or nail colors or um, lash extension services, hair extension services, hair replacement services, whatever it is that's maybe um, an, a more intricate service and people may not be sure if that service or the product is good for them, give them additional information. Try to think of the questions that they would want to have answers to and answer that for them. You could make videos, you could create a little booklet, a little handle that you can give out, that you can give to your clients, um, and you can have them share that information with others. Would they like information on how to better maintain the services while they're at home? A lot of people would like that information, so give that information to them. Give them that information, and again, encourage them to share that information with others. This does two things, by the way. It um, makes you an established authority on that information because you have the ability to demonstrate it. They can see that you understand it and that you're able to articulate it. So if you're able to demonstrate, um, communicate, and pretty much articulate to them the processes and what they can expect, um, their confidence will build in you being able to actually perform that service. Okay, and then by sharing it with other people, people that are currently doing business with you or um, that get their hands on that information, by them sharing that with other people, it kind of serves as a referral. So basically when you're sharing helpful helpful information, it allows others to um, refer other people to you easier, right? And then that again funnels this stream of activity, um, creates more momentum, to get more activity going, to get people more interested, knowing who you are um, and establishing um, 
some activity so that people can see that you are in the mix, that you're doing something, that people are talking about you, that you know what you're doing, okay? So number three, share how well you take care of your clients. Don't be ashamed. If you have customer appreciation events, which you should, share that information. If you have footage, um, you have photos, you have videos, you give out awards, whatever that is, don't be ashamed. Appre like Let people know that this is what you're doing. I appreciate my clients. This is what I do for them. If you send birthday cards or holiday cards, um, wedding presents, um, gifts for special occasions, share these things as well. Treat your clients well and share that. Why? Because everyone wants to be a VIP and this will bring people to you, okay? People want to go where they're valued, where they're appreciated. And if people see that you go above and beyond for your clients and people who do business with you, they will want to get in that mix, okay? Especially if they're comparing you to someone who doesn't have that going for them. And once again, people love to be appreciated and we love to share when we get special things. So for instance, if you're sending out holiday cards or birthday cards or a big a wedding present or whatever it is, chances are that person is gonna share that with other loved ones, they're gonna share it on social media, etc., etc. And what does this do? This creates, again, fuels your your stream of activity of people talking about you about your business it increases your level of credibility your position of authority and people like you and we'll talk about some of these other things because some of the other things that I'm kind of throwing in there sprinkling in with you they kind of tie in they not kind of but they totally tie into social proof as well so you take care of your clients and you should be rewarded for that so let people know because people will reward you for treating them well by bringing you more business and um, bringing you that business regularly, okay? And they will help you spread the word by reposting, sharing um, pictures, photos, etc., etc. Next, get out and network. Give yourself a chance to present yourself to people who could use your products and services. Be prepared to share your business and what makes you different. Sometimes it's easy for us to get caught in our business, actually inside the vicinity of the business, and we don't make time to actually get out away from that business to share our talents, to um, share how we can help other people, to network, to see what other people are doing. Um, buying in our areas to see what other business people are spending money with in our um, in our neighborhoods and our communities um, so we want to get out and get this information attend events see figure out who people are in your area what other kind of businesses exist how can you um, co-mingle or cross market can you cross refer people to other business owners um, that you may get out and meet right you may meet people who are looking to try the, the service that you specialize in. So make sure that when you're out and about and you're sharing um, what you do, that you're prepared to share um, what makes you different. And you also give them a reason to um, want to do business with you. And I really stress um, as much as possible making someone a free offer or something that's as close to free or giving them something with um, a huge value if they're if they're buying something 
For instance, if I'm telling you that I've been looking for someone to um, give me eyelash extensions, um, but I'm really nervous, I don't really know who to trust or where to go, or I have no one to refer someone to me, and that's what you specialize in. If you take the time to educate me on the different types of lashes, um, the do's and don'ts, how to maintain them, um, who's a good candidate for them, who's not a good candidate for them. If you take the time to provide me with this information, nine times out of ten, I'm considering you being the one that's, um, you know, going to perform that service for me, especially if you're in my area. Now, what would really push me over the edge and get me into your seat if you told me, hey, stop by. I'll do it for you free of charge. Or, hey, stop by, try them out. If you like them, come back. If not, you know, there's 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 nothing that you lose. You make them an offer that they cannot refuse. Now, will it cost you some of your time? Yes. Will it cost you some of your product? Yes. But this is a quick way to get people into your door, right? And it's something that most people are not going to be willing to do. So if... You have someone that's talking about their products and services um, and they're charging $150 versus someone who's just as good or better, who's so confident in themselves that they're willing to willing to offer their products and services for free for that one time just to get me in the door so they can prove themselves, I'm going to go with the person who, who made me the offer that I cannot refuse, right? And because... I'm a loyal customer because I don't argue over price and I appreciate people who appreciate me. When you get a customer like me in the door, I am extremely loyal. I bring a lot of people with me um, and I share people who um, who do good business. So be sure to be willing to get out, to network, to be prepared to um, share your business and what you can do for others and be prepared when and where necessary to make people offers that they cannot refuse so that you're able to at least get them into your business. Okay. Um, sometimes people, when I'm working with clients and we don't necessarily have a, a marketing budget per se, um, this is something that everyone can do. Anyone can do. Again, it, it's going to cost you some time. It may cost you a little bit of product, but it's not going to be a direct, um, costs that you're going to have to incur in terms of marketing. All right. So be sure to get out and, and meet people who are of influence in your area. People who have a huge following, people that may be in politics, people who lead or are members of certain organizations. Um, get out and meet them. Network with them. Um, find out where they are. Find out what they like to do. Um, and when you are approaching these type of people, I want you to take a different approach than others. Most people who see people who are, are of influence, um, they approach these people, um, wanting something from those people. What I want you to do is to do something different. I want you to be the one to make an offer to help this person, um, of influence. You can see what th their interests are, what they like, um, maybe what they need, maybe what someone um, who's close to them may need, and you make an offer to help them. Let them know that if I can help you in any way, let me do so. Um, please feel free, you know, to 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 call on me. Um, or if you 
you know, hear them complain of a problem that they're having immediately and you, and you have the ability to help them immediately offer, um, give them that option. Let them know that I can help you. When you're meeting people of influence, they're so used to people wanting some things for the, for, from them that when you are the one to give them something or to do them a favor, they will appreciate that. Okay. Now, and, and the reason that I want you to take this approach is because it's, it's, it's a different approach and, um, it, it, it makes you a welcome face, you know, as opposed to someone who people will see and run away from. Now, when you're offering to do the favor, again, I would encourage you to offer your services to that person free of charge. Why? Because it's kind of tacky to offer to do a favor some, for someone and then charge them for that favor. Okay? So, <laughs> it's it's... It's kind of like you saying, oh, you know, okay, think of it this way. If um, I'm telling you I'm having an issue and you are wanting to help me um, and you say, hey, I'm going to help you. Don't worry about it. I'll take care of you. And then you help me with the situation, but you turn around and charge me for it. Then that's not necessarily help, right? That's you um, kind of giving me a sales pitch. And that sales pitch being that you would help me, but you're really not helping. You're trying to make a sale. I hope that I hope that's kind of clears it up for you. So you you can't offer to do a favor and then charge for that favor. It's it's pretty tacky. So um, and after you meet these people of influence, even if there's nothing that you could do for them right then and there at that time, um, follow up with them at another time. Send them a thank you note and or a small token of appreciation. Um, if you had a, a conversation about a certain, th- uh, about something, if you laughed about a few things, um, or if you remember something unique about something that they enjoy or a cause that they're interested in, mention that, um, and make sure that they remember who you are. So send them something, at least a thank you note from, and let, letting them know that it was a pleasure to meet them. Remind them that if they need anything, if you can be of assistance, that you are there. And then after that, Stay in touch often and and regularly. And if you see them out and about at other events and functions in the future, be sure to take the time to speak with them, to acknowledge them, you know, and and check in on them. Do not, I repeat, do not run up to them and ask them for a selfie or something like that that you could share with your audience, um, especially um, when you first meet them, especially if you um, do not know them well. This is not how you develop favor with them, okay? Because so many people, they see them, see people of influence, and they want to get a selfie or they want to, um, you know, let people know that they've seen them. And usually it's not just, I met this person in passing or I'm a fan. There are a lot of people who would, would will use this um as a marketing kind of tactic or whatever. So people of influence are really leery of um, people who will, without having established a bond or a certain type of relationship with them, 
ask them for favors such as selfies or anything else. So this is why you want to take the time to get to know them, to offer them, to, to, to be of service to them, and to not be eager to see what you can get out of them. Because if, trust me, if you play it this way, you'll be surprised how it'll come around and they could possibly help your business in the future. It could be um, dropping your name to someone who's in need of your products and services. It could be you becoming the person that um, is their go-to person for that product or service. Or it could just be you becoming a trusted confidant to them and getting access um, to their circle and people that they hold around, um, hold dear to them and are close to them. And so any of these, any of these, um, scenarios could boost your value in terms of your social proof. But when it comes to people of influence, you need to take it slow. You don't want to approach them with the initial idea of what can I get from them. You want to approach them and be of services. What you want to think of is what do they need? How can I help them? Um, and then when you when you figure out what that could be, you want to let them know that you're there, you can help them, and um, remind them of that often, okay? I hope that makes sense. So the next thing that you can do is to encourage your clients to share positive photos, images, letters, and other um, other tokens of appreciation to and from you. And then re- reward them when they do this. For instance, if they're sending you a card, you know, they're, um, you did something for their organization or, you know, whatever it is um, that you receive from them as a token of appreciation, you want to let other, others know um, about that. If you're sending things to them, you want to, you know, you want to encourage them to share with their network, with their group of friends and family as well. And then re- reward them um, for that. You know, you can give them gift gift cards. You can offer them, you know, free services. You can um, return that um, token of appreciation with another gift or token of appreciation. The list goes on. But encourage your clients to um, share positive things to and from you, um, and then reward them for doing so because they'll they'll want to do it more and more. Um, and then again, it adds to that steam of momentum momentum that you've been gaining um, in terms of building up your value um, as far as social proof is concerned. Um, This next thing is really big um, and it's easier than you may think and that's to get access to local media. You can send um, local journalists and bloggers press releases. You can send them invitations to your upcoming events, etc. Local media, they're always looking for relevant content and great local stories. So if you're working with an organization, hosting a special event, or working for a special cause, any of these could catch their attention. So you can make contact with them and send them invitations and news updates regularly because you never know when the time may be right for them to include you into their contact mi- content mix. It could be for a short piece, you know, maybe they want to, uh, you know, write a short piece on your business or something that you've done for the community lately. Um, or for a quote, they may have a story that's running and they need to get a quote from a local professional. So be be aware and let them know that you are professional, you are informed, and you are um, engaged in the community. So um, as a hint... Uh, information and events that tie into big topics of interest in your local area 
um, in a timely fashion works well. To, so be sure to stay aware of what's going on in, and what's happening in your area because if you can tie an event or something that you're doing to a big a big story in the area, um, chances are that you'll be you'll be relevant. And when you've once you've been contacted or you've um, helped or been in contact or with a, a journalist or some type of media, you can feel free not you can but feel free to share that with your clients or potential clients and everyone as well because news and media are huge for boosting your value where social uh, proof is concerned. It helps to really cement you as the obvious choice for them, especially in your area. And another thing um, that's good about this is that when you make contact with local uh, bloggers or journalists in your areas, um, you can slowly become the go-to professional source for um, that area of expertise or content um, or locality or anything. So when you send local journalists press releases, invitations, um, and things like that, you never know when um, they're going to need a professional or someone with your knowledge and your expertise. So you never know um, when you're going to reach out to them, when they could possibly reach out to you. But nine times out of ten, you have to be on their radar. Now, there are times when uh, they have the time to do some research and they will come to you. But you want to be proactive because if you're proactive, they don't have to do the work. And journalists and even bloggers, they have to do a lot of um, work with research and probably um, confirming stories and things like that. So if they don't have to do the work, then they don't want to do the work. So if you send the information to them, then all they have to do is go from your con- your contact information. And if it's a press release, they can go ahead and release uh, for instance, if it's going to be a write-up, they can go ahead and, and um, form their content around what you sent them. They don't even have to reach out to you. Um, but if it's an event that they want to attend, they don't even have to respond to you. They can just show up and you they can do things there. So when you reach out to them, uh, make it as easy as possible for them to either do a story on you, uh, to contact you, or for them to see you as a professional reliable source. So keep in mind that when it comes to social proof and sharing information, online and social media are not the only ways that you can share. You can share information via newsletters, via postcards, brochures, business cards, and even personally handwritten notes. But definitely add the visual components um, to the mix for maximum impact. I mean, it's the world that we're living in today. So you definitely want to be online. You definitely, <clears throat> excuse me, you definitely want to be active on social media or have your your information um, available and distributed on social media for <clears throat> maximum impact in the shortest period of time and most often for the least amount of money. So let's re- do a quick recap of these six things that you can do <clears throat> right now to start building your value up through social proof so that you can stay booked and busy. One, share what you're doing in your business. It could be pictures, photos, etc. It could be specific products or processes um, and things like that. Share help, helpful information to your current and potential clients and encourage them to share it. For instance, if they would like more information 
on certain services before they try it, give them that information. If they want to figure out how to better maintain their services once they leave, give them that information. Share how well you take care of your clients. If you go above and beyond to let your customers know that they are appreciated, share that. That That is something that people want. People want to uh, be a part of something. They want to be appreciated. So if you show that that's how you do business, people will, will really want to be a part of that. Four, um, get out and network. Give yourself a chance to present yourself to people who can actually use your products and services. Don't wait for people to walk into your door because they don't know about you. They don't know where you are. So get out and go to where the people are. And when meeting people of influence, be sure to see how you can help them. Don't approach them with the idea of what you can get from them and how they can help you. Approach them from a point of, one, being genuinely interested in them, who they are and what they do. And then two, how you can help them and let them know that you can help them maintain contact um, and offer to do a favor. And do not charge for that favor, okay? Um, encourage your clients to share positive information, photos, letters, and other tokens, appreciation, and not only that, don't just encourage them, encourage to do it, but then reward them to do so because we like to do things that we're rewarded for. Okay. We work, we like to get paid, right? (laughs) That's, you want to reward them. Like in, I have two dogs in order for me to get them to do things that I want them to do. I have to reward them. If not, why would they do it? Right? So. Get six, get access to local media. You can do this by, um, do it just do brief research on local um, journalists or bloggers in your area. You can send them press releases. You can send them invitations to your events. You can send them um, informational materials, um, et cetera. They're always looking for relevant content. Um, if you're working with special organizations or hosting an event for a special cause, any of these could catch their attention. So, Make contact with them and update them with news and information and information and invitations regularly. Be sure to try to tie into events that are big topics um, in your area and do so in a timely fashion because that really puts you on their radar. Once you've been in contact with them or they've been um, they've reached out to you, be sure to let them know that they are appreciated and let them know that you are there for any other um, topic they may need um, on that area of expertise as well, okay? So these are some things that will um, definitely help get your social media, your social proof um, game up. So when you get all these six things in motion, People start to see you online, they start to see you in the neighborhood, they start to see you at events and on the scene, and people want to know who you are, right? And then, then, then I'm not going to say slowly, because it can happen um, as quickly as you want it to happen. Your, your, your book starts to fill up, you're busy, and even when you're, you're not busy specifically working in your business, you're busy out, working network, um, out networking, which is still a part of work because you still have to get out there. So you become busy. People start to see that you're busy. And when people see that you're busy and you're busy, it creates this whole circle and your momentum gets rolling. And the next thing you know, you're booked, you're booked out further, you're booked out further, you're booked out further. So be sure that, um, oh, I want to go over a few things that is going to go hand in hand with the social proof. And I won't go too deep into it today, into all of them today. Um, I mentioned a few of them earlier, but I will um, 
cover the basics, and then I can go back into depth um, about them on another sode um, if you would like me to. So these are three quickly other things that go hand in hand with social proof to keep you booked and busy. One is likability. No matter what, people do business with people they like. So make yourself likable, okay? Number two, authority. People respect, they look up to, and they want to be around authority figures. So be confident in what you do and know that you are competent and that you have what it takes. So be that authority on your craft, okay? Number three is reciprocation. The rule of reciprocity says that people tend to give back when something is given to them. So that's why offering a favor, sending gifts and cards, etc., work so well. Think about it. When people offer you a compliment, most people don't just say thank you. Some people return that compliment with a compliment. Um, and this rule works a lot um on so much a deeper level um, that I usually do a whole different training on it. But it's one of the reasons that I encourage people to make a, a an offer that people can't refuse. And often that time, that often that offer is a free offer. Why? It's because people will want to return that favor with the favor. And oftentimes that favor is referring other people and coming to uh, do repeat business with you over and over. So the, the law of reciprocity or the rule of reciprocity is something that's really strong. And like I said, I can get into it deeper um, another time, but I don't want you to get too overwhelmed with different stuff. So um, know that in the midst of all this activity to get you booked and busy, remember that you want people you want to be likable so people that people like you people do business with people that they like you want to be confident in what you do and um and and let people know that you are you know not to not in an arrogant way but you don't shy away from questions you don't shy away from um attention you don't shy away from uh your 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 craft you're you're great at it be great at it stand in that greatness don't shy away from your greatness okay and rest um reciprocation or the rule of reciprocity and that says that people um, tend to give back when things are given to them Woo! okay so I think that's a lot for you to chew on today before I bring this episode to a close though I want to remind you that all of these things will help bring clients in the door but they won't keep them there if you don't do the work once these people get into the door so be sure that you are ready and willing to serve them when they show up and you can listen to a previous episode um, that I have called Being New Customer Ready to fully understand um, what I mean. But basically, make sure that you are ready and willing to serve them when they get there because they will show up. And then keep doing the things that you did to get them in the door in the first place. I mean, it's, it's, it's a relationship, just like a personal relationship, just like an intimate relationship. <clears throat> the way that, you, <laughs> the way that you, you, you get someone is the way that you'll have to keep them, right? So if you want to, um, you, you're doing all these great things to get them in the door, you can't fall off. You can't start slacking and expect them to, um, to appreciate it. Now, for a period of time, they will look back and think of the good old days when everything was good, but they will slowly start to see that, wait a minute, they're not treating me like they used to. Am I not valued? Am I not appreciative? And they'll start looking around for someone else. Don't let it happen. So be ready for them when they get there and keep doing the things that you did to get them there in the first place. So there you have it. 
Why do some beauty professionals stay booked and people don't mind waiting for them? That's why. (laughs) Social proof and likability and authority and the law of reciprocity as well. So use this information to become booked and busy. As always, if you need anything from me, if you have any questions, I am online at jrenee.com. I am on Instagram at J-A-Y-E. No, I'm not. That's not right. How do I mess my Instagram up? I always say it. At Beauty Industry J, J-A-Y-E. Um, so you can follow me there and also send me a direct message. I am um, not above helping you via there. Also, um, let's see. I have a, the special offer for my free copy of my book, The Six Figure Stylist, Secrets to Exploding Your Beauty Industry Business um, and Creating Success by Design is um is back up you'll hear that again on my outro but i just want to let you know um that it's there i love you i appreciate it i will see you next time on new beauty with jay renee i'll talk to you soon bye thank you so much for listening i hope you enjoyed this episode of new beauty with jay renee if you have any questions or would like clarity on anything you heard today, please feel free to send me an email at jjaye at jrenee.com. I will be more than happy to answer any and all of your questions. You can stay up to date with what's going on in my world by heading over to my website at jrenee.com. And fellow beauty rebels, you can follow me on Instagram at beautyindustryj. That's J-A-Y-E. If you would like more information on how to hang with fellow beauty rebels, send me a direct message or private message on Instagram. Oh yeah, don't forget you can get a free copy of my book, The Six Figure Stylist, Secrets to Exploding Your Beauty Industry Business and Creating Success by Design by going to thesixfigurestylist.com. That's the six figure stylist with the six, the number six. Join me next time and remember, you and your clients are just one hand away from what you want. I'll talk to you next time. Hey guys, it's Jay. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode of New Beauty with Jay Renee. Listen, if you are a new or aspiring nail technician, head on over to freenailclasses.com. And if it's not you, if you know someone or you know someone that knows someone, send them over to freenailclasses.com to take a free nail classes. Listen, it's easy to spend hundreds if not thousands of dollars on beauty classes, beauty courses, only to figure out that it's not for you. Wouldn't you feel a lot better if you were able to do that without spending that money? Head on over to freenailclasses.com and let's get started with today's episode of New Beauty with Jay Renee.